Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 116, which we're recording on Tuesday, June 7th, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And weather report, it's turning into summertime here. It is. I had on a shawl earlier, but as soon as the clouds burn off, it comes off. <laughs> yep. So it's chilly in the mornings thanks to fog, and then it gets nice and toasty warm out. Yeah. And Boo's here, so if you hear tinkling in the background, he's currently staring out the door. But nope, he's making his way over here, and his felted cat bed, known as my bag, is close by the, the microphone. So if you hear little tinkles, that's Boo making his appearance. So what are you wearing? Well, I know what, what you were wearing. What was I wearing? <laughs> I was wearing this morning my rose gold shawl, which is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. I knit this one last summer in August. Again, shawls, summer, time knitting. <laughs> it's a theme. And this is a shawl that has these lovely elongated stitches. Where did I put it fell shawl? down right behind oh. you. <laughs> it's falling off of her chair. It's sliding I away. I was reaching behind for the shawl, and it wasn't there all of a sudden. It has these lovely elongated stitches. And there's something about the elongated stitches which works very well for multicolored yarn. This yarn is, well, I guess it's somewhat speckled, somewhat mm -hmm. multicolored. It is called Summer Sidewalk, something like that. Or Sidewalk Chalk. Or sidewalk I think it's Summer chalk, Sidewalk, yeah. but it was meant to mimic summer. It's, it's meant to chalk, mimic yeah. child children playing with chalk on the sidewalk, which is very very appropriate name for me because I look at it and I see the gray, the sidewalk, and then you kind of have the smeared colors mm -hmm. of the chalk. It's kind of cool. But this, anyway, back to the stitch. This elongated stitch looks really good with multicolored yarn. It is the same stitch that Hohilo Catelli used in her Wildflowers hat and also in, I think it's Mahuga sweater that it has this elongated stitch. And I believe Hohe uses Argoitis yarn, which is a very multicolored yarn for both of those patterns. Mm -hmm. So that's what gave me the idea of using the multicolored yarn for this elongated stitch shawl. So I'm very happy with it, but once again, not going to be wearing it this afternoon now that the sun is out. <laughs> yeah, that stitch to me almost looks like it's cabled. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't look closely enough, it looks like a beautiful like cable. Cables. Yes, yeah. exactly. I agree. I agree. And because it's got the little multicolored, multicolored elongated stitches, and they stretch out in both directions, most of the time the elongated stitch is a different color than the fabric underneath it. So mm -hmm. it's a very cool effect. And then it also has the signature Elizabeth Doherty vertical braids. Oh at yes, the border it does because it lovely. has a knit on edging separated by the vertical braid, just yep. like on the back of many of her sweaters. Yep. <laughs> Which is both a beautiful design feature as well as adds stability to the garment. <laughs> so it's functional. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? Well, I'm once again wearing my easy folded poncho because ponchos are very easy to wear over a sling. So I have three weeks to go in my sling. 
and you can easily sling a poncho over your <laughs> neck. So yeah, I get a lot of wear out of this poncho lately and it's even been washed a couple times since our last episode because oh, wow. I fall asleep in it and it's super comfy. So and I'm also wearing my Hermione's Everyday Socks in Nitpicks Felici, which is a self-striping yarn, and it's very pink, from very light pink to the same color pink as my shawl. So I'm very color-coordinated today, which was actually intentional. <laughs> Sometimes that's by accident. Gail's been wearing lots of clogs lately because they don't require tying. Well, actually, the clogs are required because of my plantar fasciitis. So, oh, yeah, I've been living too. in my dance co clogs because they that support too. that left exactly. foot really, yeah. really well. And it also gives you an excellent opportunity to show off your hand at socks. socks. There you go. True. So that's what I'm wearing. And I'm still wearing my poncho. I've been chilly all day for some reason. I think my sling might have been a little damp when I put it on this morning, which made me chilled. Well, it was so, cold this morning. Yeah, it was for a while <laughs> there. All right, so what have you been stocking since the last episode? I have been revisiting several things in my queue. Oh, stocking your queue. I love yes, it. Yes, stocking I have been my too. own queue because, as we've mentioned, the weather is warmer and I have things that I want to knit. For some reason, I don't plan ahead. I don't knit the summer things in the winter. <laughs> I never do that either. All right, now I I'm want, in the mood to knit Aaron yeah. white sweaters. Oh. Go figure. <laughs> I want to knit lighter things in the summer. I make a lot of smaller projects, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of shawls. One of the tops that I want to make is a top called Talavera or Talavera by Amanda Collins. And I was looking for this one on my phone last Sunday and I, <laughs> I believe it is in a pom-pom magazine. I think I thought it was an issue of Pom Pom Quarterly yeah. too. So, oh, Pom Pom Quarterly. Okay. And it is knit in Mad Tosh Dandelion. And I've got a sweater's quantity of the Mad Tosh Dandelion at the end of last summer. Never got to this knit, obviously. And I'm thinking I should wind that up and get started on it right away so that possibly I could wear it this year. Do it. <laughs> I know awesome. I should. It's should a very totally cute do little it. top. It's a complete all over lace top with a very slightly, very drapey. That doesn't make sense. Very slightly, very drapey. <laughs> <laughs> when it has a bit of a cowl neck, but what I mean by the very slightly is it's not a big stand up cowl and it is very drapey so that's my bad way of describing it it's it's just a very drapey hang low cowl okay. not something to wear up around your neck, your neck yeah. because obviously it's a warmer weather top and because it's lace all over it's meant to have an undergarment layer a cami of some sort so there are Photos of people who style it with a coordinating cami or a contrasting cami, and it looks very cute. That could very, be super cute. duper cute over a sundress, too, like a summer sundress, yes. spaghetti strap sundress. Absolutely. That'd be super cute. Yeah. And the other one from my queue I am revisiting that I have also talked about a couple episodes ago, I believe, is the Apres Surf hoodie. 
that Gail made mm -hmm. several years ago. I actually purchased some of the Coast yarn for this one. The Coast yarn, if you'll remember, is the 50 cotton, 50 merino that I want to say it's Danish. Mm, I think it's from Germany. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty not. sure. Okay. And Gail and I both ordered several sweater quantities of this a while ago because it, it was priced priced to move and it was just yeah and the shipping was not shipping was outrageous we, yeah we came across a deal we ordered it so we both have a couple sweater quantities of this and I actually I didn't write it down in my show notes but I have that also that sweater quantity of that lilac color pinky purple which of the coast yarn yeah oh, okay right which might work for colors of fall Oh, I have to think about. I have to pull that out. Yeah, and check it out. It. I it just came to me because <laughs> I wanted to make a short sleeve top with that, and that would be a good fall garment as well. Yeah, it would. And actually, before we forget, colors of fall. Someone astutely pointed out that the colors of fall do not include the two Pantone colors of the year, and this is the first year they had two colors of the year, mm -hmm. correct? So colors of fall knit along you can also knit using the two colors of the year in yes. addition to the colors of fall that so that gives you a palette of like 12 allowed. colors i think yeah. yeah because i am seeing those colors everywhere i know isn't it weird <laughs> all of a sudden they're like everywhere yes i am seeing them everywhere on fingernail polish on fabric i was in a fabric store with my mom the other day and i don't think it was intentional it wasn't labeled as such as in, this is our display of the Pantone colors, colors of the year, but there was a whole display of the pinky fabrics and then a whole display of the bluey fabrics right next to each other. So. Well, I think we, you also observed that Tammy of Candy Skein Yarn, mm -hmm. her color of the month of June is called Cotton Candy Dreams, and it is spot on the colors of it the is. year on a white background it is well and done tammy i didn't even realize that because well when you look at her the two colors speckled together they come out a little bit brighter but the two colors separate are what is it tranquility and i can't remember i can't remember the name yeah, i can't remember the name but it's right on. Yeah. And Gail and I have both already ordered a skein. <laughs> yes, we have. I had told myself I wasn't going to buy any yarn in the month of June, and it is June 7th, and I've already purchased <laughs> quite a bit of yarn for the month. <laughs> Maybe I'll make that July's goal. Oh. We'll see. I've already blown it for June. Oh, wow. So sorry to interrupt your what are you stocking. Okay. But yeah, I wanted to add that detail that you yes, can I'm, use I'm those two colors of the year as well. I remembered to say that because mm -hmm. it is important in this planning stage. Exactly. So how about you? What are you stocking? Well, before we move on to what I'm stocking, do you know the fiber content of the dandelion? So you had mentioned you wanted to use Madeline Tosh dandelion for the Talifera. And I it, know it's a linen blend. It is wool and linen. Okay. I'm not sure of the percentages. It's a smaller percentage of linen by quite a bit. So you 15 are or 20. Yeah, I thought linen. it was pretty pretty small. Yeah. And that means that you're using interesting fiber content yarns in your stocking right now. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. 
Yeah. See, there's Boo. I knew we'd hear him. <laughs> oh, he wants us to know wants. what he's stalking. Maybe he's stalking something that's outside the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's looking at the birds and the butterflies go by. So I'm actually stalking a couple different fun things. One of them, see, you got a close-up of Boo. He just jumped up at the table. I am stalking Hohi's newest shawl, which is called Golden Sand. And it's part of a very, very cool charity effort and the name so her shawl is part of oops he's stepping on the keyboard oops. <laughs> we're still recording though um, it's part of a charity event not charity event but a charity ebook that's coming out and you can buy the patterns individually and this pattern is six dollars or you can buy the ebook which is a combination of six patterns by extremely well-known shawl designers such as Hohi, Vera Valimaki, Rosemary Hill, now uh, Kristen Kapoor, can't remember the other two off the top of my head, but very well-known shawl designers. And that book, which includes the six patterns that are released between now and November, so approximately one a month, and a mystery shawl knit along that is a collaboration between a lot of different shawl designers. So I'm really interested to see how that is going to turn out. But the charity is called Sight, the book is called Sight is Life. And that's for an ophthalmological center in the Congo, where there is a group of doctors who are doing operations to give sight back to people who have lost it. So it's a really, really cool charity cause. So I saw that shawl come out and I thought, oh, that's really pretty. And then I clicked to find out more about the ebook and I bought it right away. <laughs> it's $24.95 for the whole book. And like I said, that includes the six shawls plus the mystery knit along shawl. So seven all together. Now are the shawls being released? Periodically between Period okay, now and November. I just opened it up on Ravelry and currently Hohe's is the only pattern mm -hmm. listed yeah. for the ebook, but there will be more. Yes. So go check that out. Super interesting. And again, the pattern that's released now by Hohe is called Golden Sand. And I think that took about 650 yards of a light fingering. So if you have in your stash one of those big balls of fingering weight yarn that's like a 600 yard actually exactly <laughs> so that I'm sure that you could probably it's garter it's a crescent shaped crescent shaped shawl that is garter with a beautiful lace border so it looked very simple and I'm sure you could probably figure out how to do it with a little bit less yarn mm. I'm actually thinking of using a skein of lace weight yarn I have in my stash Ooh, nice. that actually has a little bit of bodacious in it. Oh. So it's an interesting color. I'll have to show it to you so that you see what I mean. It almost has like a an aura or like an underdyed bodacious because it's more purple, but I have to show you. It's very difficult to describe. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I've been stocking. The second thing is Shawl Society, which is another group of shawls and this one's from Helen Stewart. So Charlene and I both have mentioned Helen shawls. We've both knit several of them. We've both stocked several of them. We both want to knit several right now. They're in our queue. We, we were just talking yes. about them before we turned <laughs> on the microphone. And her shawl society is another collection of shawls that is kind of a mystery. So it's not a mystery knit along, but when you purchase the collection, she's going to release them periodically. So you get one every I don't know what the time period, time frame is, but so you 
it's kind of a surprise that pops up in your yeah. Ravelry library yeah. every so often. And she described them as ranging from very basic to, I think, beginner intermediate skills. And I think that they are going to be a wide variety of shapes and yarn weights and different like patterns. Some will have lace, some will, you know, I'm not sure exactly what she's planning because it's a mystery, but pretty exciting. And her first one actually comes out in two days. So when this yeah. podcast goes live, her first shawl society pattern will already be released. So those are two shawls that I'm stocking. And I'm also stocking two brand new cowls that were knit by our very own Brandy. So Brandy Knee is her Ravelry username. And check out the Forestry Cowl and the High Plains Cowl. And they're both one skein uh, cowls that use DK weight yarn. She used, I believe, Madeline Tosh DK. They're super cute. They're somewhat close fitting around the neck. As you would imagine, they're not very drapey because it's a one skein cowl, but they're both very nice. I love them a lot and go out there and stick them in your favorites, stick them in your queue. Let's get her up to the hot right now. <laughs> so, and we also had the delight of meeting Brandy on Sunday and her son. And that was a really, really fun afternoon. We that hung out with a lot so of great knitters, fun. a lot of great friends and got to meet Brandy and her son. So yeah. that was special. So that's what I've been stocking. So what are you knitting? I am knitting my linen pullover from Elizabeth Doherty. It's a yet to be released pattern. So I'm, I guess I'm test knitting it, although she's already knit it once or twice, I believe. She, it's a sweater that she had at the knockers retreat that I really fell in love with. And I fell in love with the idea of having a lighter white linen sweater. So I'm working on that. I've finished the body. I needed to take a break from it to knit a quick shawl and I have finished the shawl. So I think I'm going to get back to the sleeves probably tonight. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to it because I think the sleeves and knitting on the collar band will be relatively quick. So I see a sweater in my finish, a finishing a sweater within the next hopefully by the next podcast. So. That's cool. Yeah. Very exciting. And then the other thing I was knitting, but I guess I can talk about it here. I actually bound off on it between writing my show notes and recording. <laughs> <laughs> so within the last 18 hours. Or yes, so. exactly. Is the Antarctic shawl. Now I believe I had mentioned this shawl might have even been last episode you did. when I was stocking all the shawls. Yep. And you've knit it. Robbie Photo Knit Gal has knit it. There are several folks in our Ravelry group that have knit it. And I had seen the pattern, but I had never really looked at the body of work by the, by the designer. Oh. Her name is Janina Calio. And like I said, I've heard of the Antarctic shawl, but just hadn't looked at all of her other shawls. And now that I have, I want to knit more of her shawls. Yeah, too. she's very talented. <laughs> I like her shawl designs a lot. I liked this one a lot. And it was a really fun, really quick knit. It had two, two things that I really like. It was repetitive enough 
that it was something I could knit while I was watching the basketball games, number one. And then number two, it there was enough variation in the stitch pattern to hold my interest. Yep, it magic wasn't, combination. Yeah, it wasn't just another garter stitch triangle, for example. There's more to it. There's a, several stitch patterns in there. It was interesting. The pattern is written in sections, I believe about seven or eight sections, and each section you repeat multiple times. So there's that comfort level. As you do the repeats, you kind of know what to anticipate, you know what's coming, which is perfect for knitting while I watch the NBA playoffs and finals. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> which is why I finished it so quickly. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, because I thought you had finished that really quickly, but that's right. There have been lots of games. Lots of on. basketball games means lots of knitting time for me. Yep. <laughs> so really fun knit. This one I knit in a MCN base, which is Merino Cashmere Nylon base from Western Sky Knits. Kim, who dyed this skein, is putting together some special 600-yard skeins, I believe they're going to be, for larger shawls like this. I didn't use the whole the whole skein. I have a little bit left, but I think I have... Mm, it's probably around 100 yards left. And that was a 600? And it was a 600. Yard. Oh, because yeah. I know I knit that in one skein of fingering weight. Yeah, I I knit mine a little bit looser. So okay. I used a little bit more of the yarn because I figured I have 600 yards. I don't need to skimp. Very okay. That's that's smart. Good to know. Yeah. So I could you could actually make it even a little bit bigger than I did. I thought about adding more onto it, but in the interest of getting the shawl back to her because it's going to be a sample, I bound off and I'm going to send it to her. The colorway is patina, which is a lovely teal with some bronze highlights in it so it it does look like a patina's copper it's beautiful it is. absolutely it's, beautiful it's not a color i would have ever chosen for myself even though i appreciate the beauty in the skein but now that i've knit the shawl out of it i keep thinking oh maybe i do want something out of this color because it is so gorgeous so so gorgeous absolutely love it it's one of her colors that i always end up holding in my hand when we're at stitches mm -hmm. and i think how pretty it is but then again i think oh it's not really my color but i think the way is. the <laughs> copper is kind of speckled in yeah that's going to be a future purchase for sure yeah it's I think lovely it is your color <laughs> yeah i'm totally going to get some of that so that's Antarctus, and what is in my hands right now, I am knitting another kitchen scrubby, and Gail had asked me, what is this yarn that I am <laughs> knitting my kitchen scrubby out of? Very interesting little find. I saw this at Joann's, and I thought, eh, for a couple bucks, I had a coupon, I might as well try it. It is a yarn from Red Heart called Scrubby, and it is specifically made for kitchen or bath scrubbies. So I am just knitting 
a garter stitch square because it has all of these little nubbly bits hanging off of it which are supposed to aid in the scrubbing of your dishes. It's very very interesting looking yarn. It looks like eyelash yarn until you touch it and when you touch it it definitely does not feel like eyelash yarn because it's got a very strong texture. It's not rough. No, it's not rough. That's yeah. I'm, I'm fondling it right yeah, now. It's it, not rough. It's not rough. It's so odd. Otherwise it wouldn't be pleasant to knit with. Yeah, for sure. Rough. Because that was my concern when I saw it. I'm <laughs> thinking, like knitting uh, with an SOS steel yeah, wool pad. I don't pad. think I'd want to knit with it. But when you touch it, just one strand going through your fingers, it's not rough at all. It's even a little bit elastic. Yeah, it is. It's a little so bit it's, stretchy. It's very odd yarn. As what I is said. it made of? It is. Does it have the made of I information? Polyester. Yeah, 100% polyester. One skein is only, I want to say it was only about 80 yards, oh, 78 yards. So it's very likely that I'm only going to get one, one washcloth and then have a little bit left for maybe a partial, which I could add to. Oh, yeah, you could do like, like that this. around the edge of yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And it's a fun, variegated pink, orange, yeah. yellow. They had about six, seven different color combinations. <laughs> so you guys will hear how it holds up. Yeah. If you like to make kitchen or bath scrubbies. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be soft enough to use as a face scrubby. I don't know if you'd want to use it as a face scrubby though. I think you could. Like yeah. I said, it's, it's not rough, although it looks like it could be. It but... looks like it would be extremely exfoliating until you yes. touch it. <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's a good description. So those are the things I am knitting. What are you working on? Well, in my hands right now is one of Brandy's cowls. I am test knitting her High Plains cowl, and it's super fun. It is a mix of short row garter sections that help it to drape better around the front of your neck and then eyelet sections. And it's extremely easy and fun to knit. The pattern is very well written. And at the end of the last garter section, there will be a ruffled section. So I am right now about to start the ruffled section. So I'm very close to finishing this. And I'm using Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the Tarte colorway, which is the deep, pretty red. My friend Melissa, requested a Wonder Wander hat, the color work hat I recently did by Megan Williams. She requested one in tart and a dark gray that I have from Neighborhood Fiber Company. So I'm planning her birthdays in July and I'm planning to give her the cowl and hat combination as a birthday present. So nice. I had a skein and a half of the tart. So that's just enough to do both the cowl and the hat. So Love the pattern, Brandy. It's really nice to knit, and I'm looking forward to the FO. And I have another skein of similar to Tarte, but way, way prettier from Western <laughs> Sky Knits. Um, Heather actually dyed this colorway. It's called Crimson Night, and it is also a DK weight, and I'm going to knit myself this cowl in that colorway, I think. So since it's just a single skein of DK weight yarn. 
Heather does a really nice job of the reds. Oh, she does. And she actually has, so I think it's Crimson Night is the colorway. And then Forest Night is similar, but it's green. And then there's the teal one that I bought. I can't remember the name of that one right now, but I bought the teal one to knit a poetry in motion this summer. Nice. So all similar jewel tones mm -hmm. from Heather that are just stunning. So that is the High Plains Cow. I'm still working on my Lily Pilly Wrap by Amba O'Brien, and I'm very happy to tell you that I've finally conquered the lace. I have, I'm on the eighth lace repeat of 10, and what are they called? The little, you put in waste yarn. It's not a survival line. What is it called? Lifeline. Lifeline, thank you. <laughs> I've put hey, in I lifeline. Think about it too. <laughs> I just drew a blank all of a sudden. Yeah. I've put a lifeline in the first row of every ten row lace repeat, and I haven't had to rip back since the last time I said I'd rip back several times. Mm -hmm. I haven't had to rip back since then. So maybe the lifelines are like the trick. So if you put if you take the time to put in a lifeline, you're not gonna blow it exactly. and need to rip back. If you take the time to put in a lifeline, you generally don't need it. Yes, which is <laughs> just fine by me. It's but, when you don't put it in that yes. you need it. <laughs> so I'm happy to say that I'm almost through, like I said, with that first long lace section. So the pattern is three colors. You stripe and garter two colors for I think it's fifty rows of each color. Then you do a big lace section in your third color, and that's 10 repeats of the 10 row lace pattern. Then you do the garter stripes again, 100 stripes of each color. So that's going to be a long yeah. section, take a long time. And then you do another smaller section of the lace. So that's the pattern, kind of how it's constructed. And Brandy and I were talking on Sunday. She recently finished a Lily Pilly, and she said she struggled with the lace as well. So if you're planning to knit it, even though the lace, it's actually very straightforward, but there's something about it that makes it a little bit challenging. So she actually used stitch markers, and I almost was going to use stitch markers, but just decided I wasn't, don't even know why. But if you use stitch markers, be aware at the end of every 10 row repeat, you need to move them. So because oh, it's knit on a bias, <laughs> it's going to shift and then you have to move those stitch markers. So I know Barb Knits warned me that she didn't know that and oh. thus, yeah, was really thrown off and it wasn't making sense and yeah, led to a lot of frustration. So if you're going to knit Lily Pilly and you're going to use stitch markers, move them at the end of every row, 10 row lace repeat and I'm actually going to be able to use that now for Dash and Burns Keep It Simple Cow in June they're doing shawls so if you're planning to use to knit a shawl in June and you listen to Stash and Burn that's their theme for June I'm super excited and Jenny's knitting one right now too that's right. She yeah. Is. She showed yeah. hers off to us on Sunday. Yeah. And then the third thing I'm working on is still my sock yarn blanket, which is just the happiest project. I've now finished four rows and I'm waiting for some new yarn to arrive to start row number five because I have I have several mini skeins already available, but I want them all to, you know, flow with the right color and not jar. I'm trying to be random about it, but not completely random. So I don't want like <laughs> hot pink next to some hideous color that wouldn't be a hideous color by itself but next to a hot pink it wouldn't look good yeah so i'm trying to be careful so <laughs> 
when I said I ordered some yarn in June, there were some mini skeins involved there in those purchases <laughs> as well. Tammy from Candy Skein is doing a limited time pre-order of mini skeins that she's calling the Food Fair combination, yeah. and they're all speckled yarns that yeah. are super pretty. I so saw I saw those on Instagram. Yeah, I ordered those. So I fell down, <laughs> and I don't even feel bad about it. So those are the things that I'm knitting right now. Oh, and one thing, last episode I talked about the light gale pattern by Alicia Plummer oh, yeah. that I was going to start. Tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I used my Finn DK, which is from a small farm in Maine. And I knit on that for a few days and I was past the half twist rib edge and I was into the textured stitch. And I just decided I didn't like the combination. I want that yarn to be happy and fluffy. And the textured stitch was kind of forcing it into something structured and I don't want that yarn to be structured so mm -hmm. I have ripped out yet another start of a garment so that's like the third the third one this year that I've just part way into it said you know this just isn't meant to be so I'm happy with the decision and I've decided that my original plan for that yarn which is the diary sweater by Ankastrick is indeed what I'm going to do with that yarn oh. so it's a very oversized cardigan that's open in the front that has a big shawl collar oh, and it just looks look so comfy and I think that's what that yarn is meant to be so I'm gonna go with that plan I just haven't wanted to tackle that particular sweater project right it's not a super straightforward knit so I'm kind of waiting for the right time to speak to me so so I wonder if because I've gone through these periods too, and I somewhat think it's good in the sense that you have realized what is and what isn't your style and going to work for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that perhaps as knitters, as we figure out what we like and what we learn works more. for us, we, as we mm -hmm. learn more, maybe... They, maybe we have more of those experiences where we start something and we pull it out rather than knitting it through and ending up with a garment that we won't wear. wear. Mm -hmm. So I look at it as a good thing. Yeah, it's. I think also like as my style evolves, if the things that I know I will and won't wear, that's a factor. And I remember I went through this probably like five years ago and it was during the summer, I specifically remember being really frustrated with my knitting and not knitting as much because I couldn't find good pairings of yarn and pattern that were something that I'd want to wear. And mm -hmm. I remember it wasn't that I lost my knitting mojo. It was just that nothing was speaking to me right. that I wanted to knit. Yes, so, I understand that. Yeah, it was just kind of a lull in the right pattern at the right time. Mm -hmm. And I definitely understand that. <laughs> one of the things we did on Sunday is we went to the yarn store called a verb for keeping warm. And I actually bought some of their yarn. I had been lusting after the pink star shower, our friend Dagmar knit mm -hmm. that she wore to the knockers retreat. And I knew it was verbs yarn and it's naturally dyed with cochineal material and it's a beautiful pink 
with natural mixed in. Mm -hmm. And I have wanted to knit that poncho called Divi by Jumper Cables since stitches in February. And I had decided if we're going to verb and if they happen to have that yarn in stock, two skeins that match in a lace weight, I'm going to buy that and knit Divi. Mm -hmm. And I did. And it's been sitting on the table beckoning to me. <laughs> and if my, if both of my arms were working properly, it would already be wound. And I already <laughs> would have cast that project on because it's yeah, it's just, there's the lack of lull. There's the incentive. It's the yarn yes. I like. It's a pattern I yeah. like. I know the yarn will work with the pattern and it will be beautiful. And it's a garment I know I'll wear. And all those checks on the list have been checked off. I just know that it's so going to work. Finding the perfect pattern, finding the perfect yarn to go with it. And then also the third part of that, like you said, is knowing that that garment or accessory will work for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I just know it will right now. Which so. comes from experience and knowledge and hard scrutiny of what's in your closet and what gets yeah, worn exactly. and what doesn't get worn. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So I'm super excited about starting that project, even though, so my only conflict at the moment is that it's not a color of fall color, although it oh, could yeah. maybe work for the pink <laughs> color of the might, year. But, oh, mm. yeah, it might, actually. I'll have to go home yeah. and look more carefully. At that. I think it does. So there we go. It does. Yeah. What okay. have you finished? What have I finished? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I finished the Antarctis. I do still need to block it, but other than that, it is ready to go, and that will hopefully be winging its way back home in a few days. I have also just finished, just out of my hands, is another crochet scrubby, <laughs> <laughs> because as I said, the Antarctis was going to be my podcast knitting today, since I bound that off last night. I pulled out the bag of scrubby materials, which is often the default project because I can knit and put it down and talk on scrubbies. Oh, in this case, crochet. So I finished a crochet scrubby and that is it. How about you? What have you finished? I'm counting 96, 97, 98. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. That was my stitch marker that hit the floor. Okay, so I finished a couple really small things, and one of them I'm super duper happy with, and the other one not so much. So I finished something called Bugle the Baby Elephant, which is a little softy pattern by Susan Claudino. I talked about this in stocking a while ago, mm -hmm. and that's the one I'm not so happy with, and not because of the pattern. It's a fantastic pattern, and the finished object pictures on Ravelry are super cute, but mine didn't look like that when it was finished. Aww. So that's why I'm kind of disappointed in it. <laughs> I held it up for my family and I said, what is this? And ant eater was the most common response to that question. Some people got elephant right away, but Mike said, it looks like an ant eater. I'm like, mm. why would I knit an ant eater? Come on. <laughs> so the thing, the, the thing about it that really worked is that I used my white birch fiber arts self-striping yarn in the colorway Nothing says screw you like a rainbow. And it's sections of blue, like blue, somewhat cloudy sky, and then a really beautiful rainbow. So three of his legs are rainbow and one is blue. And then the rainbow, it's the purple to blue 
purple, green, blue section of the rainbow on his legs. And then the, his ears are the red, yellow, orange portion of the rainbow. And then his body is mostly blue, but with a chunk of rainbow and then the rest blue. So it's really, really cool how the color worked out, but he just, he just doesn't do it for me as a, as an elephant. So I was kind of bummed that he, he kind of has pointy ears and <laughs> I don't know, he just, his legs kind of stick out to the side instead of flopping underneath him, but he's a gift and he's going to be on his way to his recipient very soon. And I hope the recipient who is only four doesn't see the flaws in the little elephant, because I think most children will look past that. Maybe um, she'll say, I don't know what this is, but hopefully she'll still want to play I'm with it. I'm guessing she won't <laughs> see the flaws. <laughs> I hope not. You know how most of us are hypercritical about our own knitting, yes. but I don't know. Max thought he was still cute, even though he didn't look like an elephant. So there you go. Bugle the baby elephant. And the other thing I finished is a free pattern on Ravelry called the Sick Sack Hat. S-I-K-S-A-K. And it's by Hannah Leveniami. And it is basically a super cool slouchy hat that has a cool colorwork chevron pattern striped through it. And I used up all of my Cascade 220 wow. remnants. So that was super cool. So I used a brown, a pink, a red, and then I used some of my orange leftover from North Light Fibers. So I really like the way the colors turned out. I'm really happy with the hat. It was a super fast, easy, fun knit. It has a big old pom-pom on the top. Josie had said, it's. I knit this actually for a charity in San Francisco called Compassionate. And look up Knitster Monica on Ravelry. She's the founder of the charity. And it's for teens in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, homeless teens and other teens. And so I asked Josie, being my now 17-year-old daughter, okay, pom-pom or no pom-pom? She's like, eh, I don't know about the whole pom-pom thing. Don't do it. <laughs> but I really wanted to get rid of the brown yarn. I really mm -hmm. wanted to use it all up. So I made a pom-pom with it stuck it on top and showed it to Josie. And she said, oh, I'm really glad you didn't listen to me. That pom-pom's awesome. So I win in the teenage hat category. <laughs> so definitely look that pattern up though. Six sack hat, great for using up worsted scraps. And because it's worsted weight, it goes really, really quickly. So super happy with that one. And those are the two things I finished. Okay. Okay. Colors of fall. Do a little update on that. Yeah. Yay. So the chatter is real, you guys. If you've seen the <laughs> chatter thread for Colors of Fall, I can't tell you how happy that has made me. I wrote in giant letters here in my show notes, surrounded by hearts, joyous. It's just been so joyous to read through that thread because so many of you are so excited about this knit along. We just, we're just blown away. It's super I, fun. Yeah, I was out of town for the Memorial Day weekend offline, didn't check the Ravelry group. And then I think on that Tuesday morning when I finally looked at it, I sent Gail a text that said, there are seven pages for me to read this morning. <laughs> I could not believe how chatty and how excited and how people were pulling all this yarn out from their stash. Stash is big. I mean, big. that is the coolest thing that, of course, some people will have to go out and purchase yarn or may want to exactly go out and purchase it's yarn. it's a reason but, not an excuse yes. but a reason to buy <laughs> but yarn. it's so cool to see people pulling things out from their stash a couple of them 
things that have been in stash for a while Mm -hmm. and something like this is giving that item that's been sitting in stash really a new life. So that's really cool. Yeah, there have been some great flasher stash pictures in the group with people have who have pulled out their colors that match the colors of fall colorways. Yeah. And Katie Katinka was very funny. She has several works in progress that are the colors. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are so on trend. It's amazing. So that was pretty cute to see too. And I'm going to do that when I have the dexterity to get in and pull my stash out <laughs> properly. Or maybe I'll... Now that the kids are almost out of school, maybe I'll talk some of them, some one or two of them into helping me. Exactly. Because I wanted to do the same thing because I have so many garment quantities and then a few single skeins that totally work for the colors of fall colors. So I would love to do one of those color, one of those pictures rather. And we also are going to be kind of looking at different fall trends. So each episode, we're going to try to talk about a trend and how we might work that into our fall knitting plans and any stash or yarn purchases that might go with that as well. And we also, we're going to talk about different projects that we are targeting for the knit along. So did you have one that you've plotted out? Well, I finally wound my skein of yarn that I had I had actually said that I was going to knit a star shower cowl in this yarn. It's a skein of yarn that I got in the sock yarn swap at the knockers retreat. And I really like it. It had been sitting there. It hasn't been in my stash that long, obviously since April. So it's still very much on my mind. And I made the star shower star shower cowl and I thought oh I'll also make another one that's in a much more neutral tone this one is gray and gold and I thought hey this will be a great neutral I'll be able to wear it with just about anything and then Robbie photo knit gal posted a photo of her yarn which must be this exact same colorway because it looked just like mine and she said I'm going to use mine for the colors of fall knit along and I realized I have that yarn. I just need to wait to cast on a little bit, then I can use it for the knit along too. It is, as I said, silver and gold. So it is the gray shark skin and the gold is the spicy mustard. It's so perfect. And that's Northbound Knitting? It is from northboundknitting.com. And the yarn I have is the Merino Silk Twist fingering it's 400 yards the colorway is crackle it's very so pretty. it's not a yarn that i have ever seen before but it's really nice and i'm very excited to be able to use this for the knit along <laughs> and are you still going to knit a star shower or i'm torn now because after knitting the antarctis i want one of those for myself too it's not like i don't have other yarns i could use for that but you know, it's that what's what are you excited about mm-hmm. knitting and matching it with the yarn. And when you get that spark of two things oh, going together. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I may still knit a star shower because I do want a neutral star shower. Well, I thought you also mentioned Helen Stewart's Spindrift Shawl. I would That's love that That's another candidate. Too. And I have so many single skeins because I 
previous to Stitches West this year, which is this past February, I didn't have a lot of single skeins. So I allowed myself to pick up a lot of single skeins this year. So I just need to get them all out and match them up with a pattern. <laughs> Very fun. Uh, how about you? Do you have any plans for anything? I think tonight? my first target project is the pavement sweater by Vera Valimaki from her new collection of bespoke. I think it's called the bespoke collection actually. And I want to use the yarn I picked up at stitches from the forbidden woolery, which is a new to me oh, dyer nice. out of Los Angeles. And it is a single ply fingering weight. And I think the colorway is ilium and it's a beautiful blue can't decide if it's the darker or lighter blue from the Pantone colorways. Mm -hmm. It might actually be like, it might have both colors mm -hmm. in it. Like That's I said, I can't I get to my stash right now, yeah. so I haven't been able to analyze it carefully, but it's definitely going to work for the colors of fall. And that's a sweater style I know I will wear. I think it's a beautiful sweater, and I just think that that's a perfect match right there. So that's one project I know... I mean, I should be swatching for it now, but oh, there we go. So that's more yarn I have to get wound. So I'm sitting here thinking <laughs> Josie's going to be home early because of finals tomorrow and the next day. So I think I can probably get her to wind up my verb for keeping warm that I just got and probably that blue as well. Nice. So those are so so pavement by Vera Valimaki in the blue. And then if my pink works for the pink color, is it called Serenity? No, Serenity is the blue one, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what the colors of the year are called, but I will check out and see if my new Verb for Keeping Warm yarn matches to work for the pink, and then I could have... Those would be almost like the colors of the year projects, too. It would. It would. <laughs> oh, goodness. So those are the two top-of-mind targets right now, but I also have several accessories that I am planning as well with, like you said, single skeins. It is rose quartz is the pink okay. and serenity is the blue. Okay. I don't know why we can't remember that. We've talked enough yeah, about it. Yeah, they are not <laughs> stuck in my head this year. I keep always wanting to say orchid or some type of orchid mm -hmm. because that was the color it seemed like for two years. But bodacious still reminds me of radiant orchid. So I don't think they've completely deviated from that color. So, yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. Cast on will be... Before we record again, like the day before we record again, oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we will have cast on our first projects and I Do will be. Do you want be... to mention the dates? Oh, yes. Let me flip back in my show notes here. Uh, we are casting on Monday, June 20th, which is two weeks from yesterday for us in real time and binding off on Thursday, September 22nd. So our our anchors are the summer solstice and the autumnal equinox is how we've always done this in the past. So super excited. Yeah. Very excited. So as we mentioned, the knit along thread is lengthy. Yes. If you have not caught up and you want to jump in, do not worry about catching up. It's always our recommendation that if you want to join in the chat, don't worry about catching up. Just jump right in when you can it's a very friendly group yes and no one is going to 
There's no obligation yeah, whatsoever no to catch up on previous to catch posts. Up because if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. That's just life. Yep. No one, it's not expected and it's not a requirement. So just jump in and have fun with it. That's yeah. the most important thing. Have fun with it. Think about what you want to make, what you can pair it with in your already existing wardrobe, unless you want to shop. But Yeah, or those of you who are actually <laughs> sewing a garment to go with it. I'm just blown away. That's so cool. But if not, you know, just think about what you already have to go with it in your closet, in your wardrobe, and have, have fun. fun. And remember, the, the only quote, rule unquote, is that your yarn should have some version of the colors of fall or mm -hmm. colors of the year, even if you have to squint to see it. So <laughs> in other words, we're not particular about that at all. So no. as long as it's, you know, in the spirit of your fall fashion and right. the only requirement is that you have a finished look for your FO. So not just mm -hmm. the garment by itself, but fashioned into how you would wear it in the fall because yes. you will inspire people like me who have no idea what to wear. <laughs> and sometimes those final photos involve you or your recipient wearing an entire outfit. Sometimes it involves you laying out all the pieces and taking a picture. Or on a hanger. Yeah. Or on a, as a mood board yeah. type of collage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. As long as we see the outfit, we don't care if it's on your yeah. body or not. We just want an the inspiration. inspirational yeah. image. And in the chatter thread also, great people contributing. If you have a question about a garment or a color or a yarn, there's been some great back and forth going on in the thread right now for people asking about um, Lush Meadow, specifically that green yarn, people are playing around with trying to find the right color to buy online mm -hmm. and it's pretty hard. So that's been super fun to watch and just great ideas going on in there. So jump in if you want and we look forward to all the chatter in all the threads in the group. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like always, we just have so much fun with you guys and so appreciate <laughs> all the feedback and the love and just makes us so happy yeah super happy we love this community we do absolutely <laughs> so thank okay. you so much for listening we'll be back in two weeks with the cast on for colors to fall yeah all right have a great two weeks until then and happy knitting happy everyone. knitting bye, -bye. bye you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniacs podcast visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com we have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.